check. It is on, like Donkey Kong. But, um, We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario, and I am your host, the foul mouth jerk, Palio Iglesias, Punani DeFranco, Inebriana Jones, the Carlisle Heartthrob, Dirt Reynolds, the Archduke Depeche Mode, Von Luftballoons, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Hoogie. And uh, with me, as always, is Adam Strange, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger, Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, Infidel Castro, the Donkey Kong of Honky Schlong. <laughs> good, that's a good new addition. Honky Schlong, it's my new band. Um, yeah, let's start with things that make us happy this time. Um, and normally, people going to jail, especially for long periods of time, doesn't make me happy. But uh, well, you know, when you get older, you change. Yeah, when I, mean, I was young, I was like, people shouldn't go to jail. Then I learned about Republicans, and I'm like, that's why we got these jails. Two-tier justice system, so old white men can have somewhere to retire. Yeah. <laughs> well, this guy is neither old nor white, but uh, he fought on behalf of both. Oh. Uh, yeah. Enrique Tario got. Uh, Mama, don't present. let your babies grow up to be proud, proud boys. boys. <laughs> I love that the, the the name is Proud Boys, and you know that there it's it's a deep sense of shame that drives a person to join the Proud Boys. Yeah, no. Which it's, is funny because it's like the opposite of what they're called. Yeah, no, it's like. Um, I'm embarrassed of what I am and look like, and I can't get laid. No, it's like what I call blowfishing. You know, it's like when you project strength when you feel weak. It's like, uh, you know, it's like aristocrat vodka or like country club malt yeah. liquor. You know what I mean? Like, let's call it something fancy because we know it's crap. I choose to hang out with a bunch of guys that and no women. This was my choice. And also, I just feel like proud. there's, there's got to be some like... Trump gay rights groups that are like, yo, that name was trademarked already. Yeah. Like, we're the Proud Boys. Yeah. Like, fuck you, dude. It definitely sounds like it, it would be at I think at most would have been like, uh, we're men. Yeah, no, right. Boys, like, so also, be... yeah, you're all over the age of 21. I know that because you show up at fucking local, like, half gay bars and try to, like, scare people and, like, drag shows and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're here to do security for the BLM. Yeah, like... What the fuck is that about? Um, but yeah, 22 years for that fucking guy, which is uh, the biggest number yet. Yeah, It's probably going to be the biggest number. I don't think he'll serve it. I'd say six at max. Well, I don't even think that. I think he'll get probationed out somehow. I mean, only if Trump gets into office, because uh, those are federal charges. It don't matter. It does, actually. It There's... depends on who is, um, number one, the judge at the appeal could just erase the whole thing. Okay, that, that every single that every single right. person. But, but but if he does the time, if he gets locked up, the probation board. It is no, no. The size this, is the, this is the thing with with federal time. It is the law that you have to serve at least eighty five percent of the time. Yeah, but what about when COVID happened? They were like everybody out. Okay, that was. I'm just yeah, saying. You got to agree happens. that was a, a freakish thing that happened. I mean, you know, if, yeah, but freakish shit happening is is the new flavor of of the times. Like freaky shit happens that's, left. Wow, right. you you drive a hard bargain, Adam Strange. That's actually a pretty good point. And also, or I used to, I used to think that like the odds are incredibly against that thing happening actually meant anything, but now right. I'm like, nah, nah, shit can happen. Yeah, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, sure. 
I don't know, Trump winning again. Like, the odds are stacked astronomically against him being president again. Yeah, but the more that happens, the more likely I think it is. It's like the Giants winning a Super Bowl. It's like the worse our record, the more likely we are to win the Super Bowl. I keep seeing these articles that are like liberals and Democrats in Colorado are trying to take Trump off the ballot. I'm like, I don't believe that is Democrats. I I think that's like the the most dangerous thing. Like he needs to be like maybe a couple of them coming off. That's great. Mm -hmm. But if he gets taken off the ballot, then they'll put in an electable Republican right now. Right. And I don't. That's the thing is anybody like right now. Independents are afraid of. Do you think is electable? Number one, Nikki fucking Haley. When she said, "Really? Yeah, I believe in global warming, but we can't hurt the economy to to deal with it." That she basically was like, "Yeah, it exists, but let's spend more." You know, like she, it's a statement that doesn't make any sense because, like, no. once the planet shits the bed, the economy no longer exists. Well, not if there's you, no more society. You put it in in us inside like an ark. <laughs> They'll think of some shit to keep spending money on. I'm just saying that like she is she's scary and she could win. She could get independence, independence, and wave. Even reproductive rights, she was like, well, we need to have a discussion. She's, of course, against it, but she didn't say she was against it. Right. Fully. Well, no, because she's, and we've talked about this before. She can as get far independence. Her, is that she's like an, uh, I don't want to say old timey, but she's kind of an old timey Republican. And like, like the, like, George W. Bush era, like, yeah. like before, like, you didn't get in trouble for grabbing pussies and, uh, being convicted of sexual assault and like bribing no, Bush is exactly what I'm talking about. Like right now, like mm-hmm. a Bush, someone that like the Republicans are like, we know what they're going to give us tax cuts and the guy's going to vote for whatever we want. So he's right. cool. Then the, the independents are like, he seems compassionate. Oh, you think they're looking for a days gone by kind of Republican? Yeah, like, yeah. They're like, yo, let's bring back, like, you no. know. Honestly, they want a machine that can crank out Reagans. They want, like, the Frankenstein Reagans all day long. That's yeah. all they want. They just want, they're like, we don't know why y'all liked him. He he just we put we put him there and then we did all kinds of whack shit behind his back and y'all didn't give a fuck. Yeah. We were selling weapons to Iran, selling them to Iraq, blaming shit on Iraq, bombing everybody, bombing fucking airplanes full of fucking regular passengers. Nobody gave a fuck. They they want Reagan back. That's what they want. I could see that. I I could see that they're like, all right, we had our, like they're they're on their Trump hangover kind of thing. There's also this. They're weird like, all right, we had our fun. We partied our asses off the last four years, but like, let's get back to business. But that's the thing is, there's nobody right now. Like, there's not like an esta- a Republican establishment at the mm-hmm. moment. There's like five of them, and they kind of work together, but they kind of don't at the moment. How do you mean, like who? Like, say the Coke, the Coke, Charles Coke. Like, I always want right. to say Coke Brothers, but one's dead. So. Oh, one died. Oh yeah, a while ago. Oh. David, I think that. And the other one was like going to back out of politics, <laughs> but then didn't. You know, double down with Trump. Yeah, I mean, what's he going to do with his time and his billions if he does that? Yeah. Eat children. I don't know what the fuck billionaires do. Adrena Chrome, probably. Like, anybody who's fucking rich off of chemicals, it's like, how'd you get rich? Chemicals. Yeah. Yeah, Cancer, basically. Yeah, we we did a lot of shit. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Like, liquids and gases, man. That's the thing of, like, them, say, the weapons manufacturing Halliburton. Style mm-hmm. Republicans, which yeah, is an entirely absolutely. different block. Rupert Murdoch is an entirely separate entity, you know, because he's not even American. You know, I mean, he is technically he is a citizen of America now, but like he technically gives, you know, is out there destroying governments all over the all place, over so the he globe. Don't really yeah. Care he's, about stars. he's a globalist. Like the Flo- Florida apparently is is a whole new thing. There's apparently like this their own style like Matt Gates style guys that are like DeSantis and these young guys that right, are like they're MAGA. They're, Fuck these libs. We're going to own the libs. They don't even matter. They don't even fucking count. Yeah. So they honestly, they live in this bubble. And it's honestly like, my dad owns a dealership. Yeah. And I can do whatever the fuck I want. Absolutely. And that's 100%. They're like, I have never been challenged 
my white privilege is still fully intact and I'm going to take it to the top because everybody loves me. Right. And my mommy said I was the best. Well, and yeah, they're, they're Florida man. So like, that's like the, the, that's the bubble that they live in. It's like, yeah, Florida shit. Like we're all like everyone they know is about that MAGA shit. Yeah. DeSantis, they just lost the, um, he basically the Florida constitution was like, you can't chop up districts racially mm-hmm. and he was like you know what fuck that let's just fucking do it and the, his government was like can't do that he's like fucking do it so they did it got somebody in the house mm-hmm. and the florida supreme court was just like you know the constitution so they have to change that and put it like re-gerrymander it back to have another black district okay same thing just happened in alabama and i was yeah, talking about totally. this a few weeks ago there's about 12 to, to 16 of them that are going to happen around the country um wisconsin's got one new york's got two or three which like New York had had they basically were gerrymandered to the left, right? But it don't matter because even when they're not gerrymandered, it's fucking New York. It's still left. It's so like they had gerrymandered it when they didn't really even need to anymore, right? When even if one yeah, Republican that's a district weird thing happens, to do. that's like the Patriots cheating at football. It's like uh, when the, mm-hmm. so many times, it's like, dude, the state of New York, this, especially just because the city is going left and it's dragging the because you know New York State is a pretty red place like upstate you know it's it's, it's both it's very it's purple both. honestly but yeah, yeah. but there's there, a lot of rednecks really there's a lot red of rednecks, rednecks in new york yeah absolutely in the state you yeah. don't think about it um but well, uh, there's some country ass shit in new york i guess very god damn um but yeah in general that state's going blue anyway why would you fucking gerrymander it and like they they always did it basically they just they had passed a law saying districts should be fair or whatever and so the state supreme court said that some of the listeners had to change, and since it didn't, there wasn't enough time, they did it themselves, mm-hmm. and that added these weird two or three Republican districts that shouldn't exist that are mm-hmm. in New York right now that sent people to you know to the Capitol to be representatives. Mm-hmm. But another judge came through and was like, "Okay, you can you know you have the state can redraw this. So the state's redrawing them, and they're mm-hmm. going to chop out at least three districts that that are red at the moment, and make them and they'll be fair, but they'll they won't be red anymore. But Florida has a couple. Mm-hmm. Georgia's got at least two. And so, like, all of these... You're saying alone, all these states have gerrymandering cases. Yeah, that are okay. up right now. And they've all been falling in towards the... the so the left will win a seat. Mm-hmm. And right now, the House is split by, like, four seats, five or six. Like, it, it, if nothing changes, but it goes the way it goes, the Dems will take the House again. Well, that's cool. And then they'd have everything if they but, would keep the presidency. Right, but also if... um, But they haven't... You said they ungerrymandered Florida, right? But like, does that put it back to how it's supposed to be? It's going to, or the state is the Supreme Court of the state is demanding that this one district. And it was basically like, it's this weird thing where there was something in the Voting Rights Act that was like, look, if there's a black community, mm-hmm. they need to stay intact, right? And the Republicans were like, but if we chop it up into little bits, <laughs> you know, right? Then they don't get any votes, yeah. And so they did that, but then recently, they're they're basically Republicans' new thing with the. And they're, they're suing Asheville. They're suing everybody in the fucking country right now for any affirmative action whatsoever. Right, they're like, okay. if you've got a scholarship that's for minorities, they'll sue you. And they'll say, oh, you didn't include white people? Just recently, Asheville did a thing where they're like, we're trying to hire an inclusivity commission. Mm-hmm. So we would prefer black or Hispanic people. We'd like to have three black women and two Hispanic women. And mm-hmm. you know, this, They basically were like, we'd rather not have, we don't really need white applicants for the diversity board. Right. So... Six applicants are suing them for being racist. Like white people were like, but we wanted to be on the diversity board and they right. wouldn't let us. So we're going to sue. And it's not even them. It's the, How are there we is, not diverse? There are these millionaires, <laughs> Republican millionaires that are like, 
we will pay for the lawsuit. Right. Just and all over the, the country. The point of them applying for the job was the lawsuit. No. Well, the yeah, the lawsuit is is apply is because they didn't oh. even look into the white applicants. The trick there because is of, by race they chose them. They chose they you know they did choose by race, and that's the thing of like. We, we right, can't but that's the reaction of years and years of choosing systematic. by race in, in, in the fucking in the other direction. Yeah, that's yeah. And I and I can understand the argument of like that is racist. You know, like number one, you always want the best candidate, but right, but by definition, case, yeah, a white person would not be the best candidate. Mm-hmm. Because if they were any good at it, you wouldn't need a fucking diversity board. Yeah, well, the, well, the thing is, if the white person was not racist at ever, but really good at bureaucracy, mm-hmm. they might be better what suited if, for said diversity. But that's the thing is, I don't know. What if the white person was Haystack? I can't say. I don't know what that is. That the rapper, Haystack. Oh, is that a white guy? No, he's a white guy. Oh, yeah. You don't remember Haystack? No. Weird. But All right, Bub- what if it was Bubba Sparks? <laughs> See? <laughs> That's I'm saying. You know, I, no, I think that just being black isn't enough to make you good at diversity. No, know? absolutely it, it not. It gives but you like, an understanding, right? But if you're starting there and then you pick the best candidate, like, just I'll say, no, I'm not saying I'm even saying they have to be black, just not white. Well, the because I, my point being that like y- you may be correct that like there might be some really good white bureaucrats like at the job of bureaucracy, but. I guarantee you there's plenty of, like, black, Asian, Latino, whatever, uh, people that are good at bureaucracy as well. And my point, again, is that if white people were any good at diversity and diversity hires, you wouldn't need a diversity board in the first place. No. And the fact that, like, there are people out there fighting it, like, that is, that's what non-woke means to them is that, like... Right. But I thought they, they claimed they were done with that fight. Oh, no. I mean, that's a big part of... That's that's their fight right now. That's that is that's what the fight they're in right now. Like they're filing lawsuits every day. I Florida. feel like though that's a that's a dying. That's the hill they're gonna die on. Yeah, yeah. No, I think honestly, I think, and it's even. I bring it back so much to the fucking um, the postmortem of, mm-hmm. of the postmortem of Ryan Priebus, right? When he was like, "Look, all we got to do is stop insulting Latinos. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it." They agree with us. If you don't insult them, they will see that their politics line up to ours more than theirs, and they will join us. Right. And then we will win forward elections. And they were like, e fuck that. Fuck those stinky fucking Mexican rapists. Get them the fuck out of here. You know what? We're going to double down on this fucking wall. Yeah. And... And so basically now they're like, wait a second. If we can end diversity training, Mm -hmm. then everybody will stay white. You mean in positions of power? I don't know if they're taking it that far. I think they just think that these diversity programs are making more black people, and that if they or like they're creating them, like, so that uh, if they can stop it, that'll it'll stop the diversity coming in, like through osmosis or like spontaneous combustion. Like, I want to hear somebody be like, "But we're already so diverse. Like I'm bald. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Steve, he's got hair. Well, white people aren't the same. It's no, it's like when um, he's tall and I'm short. See, we're different. We're diverse. When we're, Chappelle came to. Uh, Asheville, he was like, I was walking around this town before I did the show, and I gotta say, you are one diverse group of white people. <laughs> Very diverse group of white people. Uh, but, yeah, and I, I think that that is largely how those kind of white people see white people as a group. They're like, look, we let the fucking Italians in. 
Well, I mean, that also brings... You know, us... we got like two Jews in town. Aren't we diverse enough? The Irish. Um, I hate to know, no, no, not in this fucking community. Not, not in this town, pal. Not on my watch. But that also brings us back to uh, Tario. Is fuck Enrique Tario, because he, you, you think he would have changed it to Eric, or or Rich? You think he no, would have gone with a more clearly, Anglo name? But no, that's part of the whole thing with the Proud Boys is they always try to say like we're not a racist organization. Look. Our president is Latino. Yeah. You know, and I don't know, you know, if he's like Mexican, Cuban, whatever, but um, that was their whole thing. And also, he's not like like a Shakira, like passing for a white type Latino. Dude. No. He's pretty dark skinned Latino. And also, he's not, I don't think he's like ashamed of that. He's just one know. of those. But, you know, we've talked about it many times on this. It's like, you know, whiteness is a concept bestowed upon people. Oh, yeah. You know, and so I think they're they're having it both ways with that guy. Is that, like, they get to be like, see, we're not racist. And also, whiteness is kind of a concept. And, uh, but also, <laughs> what I, the other thing I like about him getting all this time is, you remember, he was a fucking snitch. Yeah. For years. Yeah, yeah. For, I think, for the FBI. You think he would have got time off for that? I think he already did. Uh-huh. You don't get to go back and commit later crimes. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And you're like, but I did previous snitching. They were like, yeah, that was what other shit. No, the big one about his, apparently, was that he wasn't there. He yeah. wasn't at January 6th at all. He was somewhere else on the phone. Right, but the judge brought that shit up. Oh, yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying that that was a big one for, like, say, for pr- prosecuting Trump. Right. Trump was like, well, I wasn't there. I'm like, well, then neither was Tario, motherfucker. Yeah. But you were on TV saying a lot of hot boy shit. Mm-hmm. Saying a lot of fucking... Like, yeah, you're very special. You're very beautiful. Like, uh, you, you know, like, it was just weird. His outro to, like, when he's telling people to leave the Capitol. I was love such, you. Yeah, it was such snowflake shit. I love you. You're all very special. He wasn't even saying stop. I remember that. I remember, like, I was on my way to work. Mm-hmm. Like, that had just started happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy shit, I got to go to work right now. And I'm, like, listening to it on NPR on the way in. Yeah. And they're like, oh, the president's finally going to say some shit now mm-hmm. after like two hours of this shit. And then I remember hearing him like, wait, did he just say he loved them? Like, I didn't hear a lot of like, he's saying like, don't, but he didn't say go home yet. He didn't actually say leave. Right. No. And you remember we did an episode where we talked about how um, that was the best take they could get out of like there was like 30 takes or something they had to keep being like stop stop you're actually encouraging this you're making it worse mm-hmm. you've got to chill yeah like and that um another one was that um was that i it was a point from this court case that like shit no i've already forgotten it no never mind from the tario yeah, court case yeah he um well that was part of what the judge was saying was what i was getting at earlier is that like he, he's like i know you weren't there and that's part of the most dangerous no, it was the, the standby yes shit, where they stand back stand by every proud boy so far except that has had a case was uh, like the, the president the, told me to do that yeah so like what like, like how, like, you know, he outranks you, judge. Right. So, like, you're telling me it's not a good thing, but he, who is your boss, told me to do it. What do you want me to do? Do you think that they thought that was actually going to work in court, though? Yes. Because it's not yes, like... Yes, every single one of them so far. Peter Navarro, on Friday, on, th- on Thursday, when he got guilty for being like, well, Trump said I didn't have to come in and talk to Congress. Yeah. 
I was working for the president, so I have exactly... And they're like, no, fuck you. You're fucking guilty, dick. Right, but... And, and here's the thing. And now... I do I do think that 100% if he gets into office... I loved his son in Jane's Addiction, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do think 100% that he... If he gets back into office, he will pardon all the Proud Boys. But that defense is stupid and juvenile because it's like, yeah, the president got on TV and said some shit that applied to a group that you're a member of. It doesn't give you a fucking job in an official capacity. Like you, it's not like they no. gave you a badge and deputized you to go storm the Capitol or like, yeah. or to not show up to Congress. Like you don't have any official standing for that. I thought of this. So if if you thought that was a real defense. That is fucking juvenile. Well, there's a movie a while ago. I don't remember what it was. I mean, it might have been The Recruit. Some sh- there's a bunch of movies around the same time like that that were like, mm. somebody who's in training to be in the CIA. Oh, but right, But then he washes right. out, but then now he's really in the CIA. He's right. in the Black Ops. But like... But you don't really know. It's like, them, are you being duped? Isn't Al Pacino in that yeah, movie? Yeah, I'm going to say, I think the one I'm thinking of... John Cusack Ch- or something? No. Um, what? Jim Colin Farrell, I think. Col- yeah, Colin, that is. And I'm Colin pretty sure that, um, Pacino. But Pacino's not a good guy. Right, you know, but he makes them think like thinks, you're like, a secret hey, agent. Yeah, I'm. Here's your money. Here's the thing. We're the black ops. We're all in the government. But now you're doing this shit. Like if you go out there and you're following orders mm-hmm. for the government, but it's not the government, then you're fucking. You're guilty of that shit. Right. So like, with and the how Proud would Boys, you ever know? Because you know, you don't know. Like if the leader of the Proud Boys was like, oh yeah, I just talked to Trump, because <laughs> he probably said that shit. I could see him being like, oh Trump calls me. Right. And he'll be like texting his girlfriend like, hey, call me real quick. I'm gonna act like it's Trump. See, look, it says Trump on my phone. See, hey, Trump. Well, but he says uh, to go to the Capitol. A more, but a more realistic thing is that um, Roger Stone would come and talk directly to the Proud Boys, and yeah. he is an intermediary to the president. No, and he sat so, in that hotel room, being like, "Here is exactly how we're going to steal the election," yeah. and then exactly what he fucking said, like down to the fake electors. He basically Absolutely. was like, "Here's step one through ten. Yeah, but he's the one that fucking. You know, it, it's his fault that Trump was president in the first place. Like, he mm-hmm. is the one that was like, you can do it. You know, everybody else was like, no, nah, I don't know. But apparently it was him and Jared were the two that were like, no, 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 this can happen. Wait, Jared Kushner? Yeah. Jared Kushner, apparently Stone. from the very beginning, before Trump, he was the one that planted the first seeds, apparently. I said that from the beginning. Really? Jared has a plan. My dad's going to get out of jail. Right. First, How did he, I'm going to have to start fucking this horrible woman right and pretend that i love her for for five years right. okay i'm doing that now you're running for president yeah his dad yeah his part his trump pardoned his dad that was one of the mm-hmm. last thing and then jared and ivanka packed their bags and left the white house mm-hmm. and didn't come back to politics again yeah he, neither of them have been heard from that really. whole shit was to get a rich guy out of jail that's what i think the entirety of it proud the whole story that is how your brain works that makes sense to me kushner is he's 3d chess boy yeah, I, I, I could see that for sure. Um, he might even a fucking mastermind of January 6th to put Trump in jail. Oh, And be like, shit. then I get his empire. He's like, now I just got to figure out a way to get Eric and um, Don oh, Jr. And involved in one of these cases so that they're both going down for falsifying documents. And then we'll get Ivanka removed from that case, which she has been. She was part of the Trump org, and she's not on trial with the rest of them for the um, falsifying numbers in New York. Okay, but that's a civil trial anyway. Yeah, it's, you know they can't do business in New York anymore. That's true. So all these buildings are in in the family. Oh, but you're saying that she they can do... cannot do business then? In, right, but yeah. she and Jared yeah. can do business. Oh yeah. yeah. Damn, she that's some real Kaiser Soze ass shit. Yeah. And I bet you it even comes down to something like in the '70s. You know, like Trump, like 
there was a cab, you know, and Jared's dad was about to get into it, and Trump, Trump just walked out of a building and was like, fuck you, knocked yeah. him out of the way and took the cab, and he was like... Said, said like an anti-Semitic slur or some shit. One day, yeah. one day I'll take all your shit. Revenge is a dish best served cold. <coughs> Revenge is a knish best served cold. <laughs> Fucking, um, but wait, are you saying that the January 6th plan, like all of the... Various methods of overturning the election starts as Jared's idea. Yeah, and like he, he knew is that, that documented. No, or you're no, speculating? No, 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 I'm speculating. That. Oh, okay. No, Roger Stone is the first one who spoke of it, right? In great detail of like down to the fake electors, like the whole thing, like laid out in advance. Right, because honestly, he's one of the few people. As much of a douchebag as he is, he's savvy enough to understand how that stuff no, would work. I think that's just his thing. Like some people, like I, I like to think about certain. And pe- some right. people just do thought experiments in their head. And mm-hmm. his since Nixon, our politics and, and just, dirty tricks and social, you know, like social, social, not socialism, but you know, what's the word for it? Um, anthropology. You know, like get, yeah, anthropological of, of social workings of how people work together. Absolutely. Well, and also, a he's fucking nefarious. He's a he's like kind of the Joker. Um, but you know, him and Trump both were proteges of Roy Cohn. Yeah. And Roy Cohn was a master of that shit. He That's was, I can't imagine. I, even when I hear that, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that Trump didn't absorb anything smart from Roy. Like Roy says I'm smart, and Trump would be like, "Did you see a boobs though?" Yeah. <laughs> well. Like, that guy does this, and he does that. He yeah, but his wife had big boobs. Right, but he may not have you want a absorbed, absorbed a, a lot. Stone, yes. I believe he absorbed everything. Yeah. You know. But, I mean, the, like, never double down. I mean, uh, never back up, never apologize, always double down. That's a Roy Cohn thing. Yeah. And I'm not saying that tr- Trump wouldn't, to some degree, be that way anyway. Like, I think he's naturally narcissistic. Yeah. But that the reason probably that advice or strategy or whatever you want to call it stuck with trump as opposed to like where all the smart shit seems to have stuck with roger stone is because he's naturally so self-absorbed it's like oh yeah i don't ever have to apologize always double down be a bigger douchebag that's fucking that that seems likely to me yeah but that's what i'm saying like that whole idea or at least the lion's share of the idea Starting with Stone, and then maybe, um, what's the just be speckled Steve Bannon? Yeah, uh, yeah, th- those two are smart enough. Like, Steve Bannon went to the Naval Academy, he's a pretty smart guy. I mean, he's a yeah, he's a, he's a nah, just, I'll say he was he's a gelatinous mess. He basically was like and a piece of shit, 80 grand in debt, living in his girlfriend's fucking foreclosed house in Florida, really, not like 15, 20 years ago, yeah, yeah. And then he somehow finagled his way into advertising, into blogging, into meeting a millionaire. And that's the thing is every so much of like the right wing media, mm-hmm. it comes down to like three people are like Soros, <laughs> Soros is doing. No, mm-hmm. the Daily Wire mm-hmm. is 100 percent one like Ben Shapiro and everything he's ever done is one millionaire that did fracking in Texas. Mm-hmm. He, he invented some machine in fracking that he sold and got almost a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And like so much of everything, OAN, Daily Wire, Steve Bannon, the one he worked, what's the one that, that he was on? Steve Bannon. Oh, Breitbart. Breitbart, yeah. The Breitbart guy Breitbart. was the first one to hook up with the Texas guy and get the money and brought Bannon in, mm-hmm. brought Shapiro in. Like, it's all... Oh, like, Shapiro wrote for Breitbart? Is that no, where he made no, his name? No. He, he had a book 
and he was trying to, he was doing podcasts kind of, but not really. And he met at a, con a conservative convention, mm -hmm. this guy that was like, here, I'll give you a hundred million to start a company. And he's like, okay. So Daily Wire, and I personally, it's like, once I learned what bots were, I was like, now it all makes fucking sense. Like, nobody goes to their fucking websites. Breitbart gets some views. They get some views. Like, right now. I'm pretty sure they got some th views. There's two things that, I, that Trump, well, I mean, isn't Trump started Truth, okay? Mm -hmm. Two million people are on it. Okay. Of the 36 registered Republican, 36 million registered Republicans in America, mm -hmm. 36, two million of them are on Truth. Right. He entirely. probably had more followers than that on Twitter. Ah, now here we go. Elon Musk on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Out of his 150, whatever, his, his he's the most followed on Twitter. Ah, that makes sense. He's the boss. 40,000 people subscribe to him. They, did, they, just, they just recently put out subscriptions on Twitter. So, right. yeah, 40,000. That's how many people actually give a shit about him on Twitter right now. Right. That's so you're not saying a lot the of people. Rest of the follow no, that's not. That's it's nothing. It's fucking. No there are like like I was just talking about people that do makeup tutorials on YouTube. Yeah. Those numbers ain't shit to those makeup people. They don't even give a fuck about the numbers that Trump. And and I'm just saying like when bots were free, nobody knew what they were. All the numbers Republicans had all free over Twitter, bots. all over like they would put something on Twitter and it would have a million re retweets. Trump would have a million retweets. That was all fucking bots. Like it, it's not happening in the same way in any way, shape, or form now. And especially now that Twitter's not worth it to put bots on. People don't spend them on there anymore, so they're not there. Stuff's not hmm. getting retweeted. Elon is fighting bots apparently somehow too. So that like huh. he didn't realize that most of the traffic on Twitter that the ads pay for right, was bots. going to bots. But as long as nobody said anything, the money kept flowing. But then he came in and started talking, the money stopped flowing. You would think as a tech billionaire he would be more savvy now, than that. The same people that were advertising on Daily Wire and Bre Breitbart mm -hmm. kind of figured that out and were like, oh, you know, nobody's... Like, we put the ads out, they get 100,000 clicks on the fucking advert on the news article, but then nobody buys anything. Right. And it's the same with, like, uh, the way with music. It's obvious. Like, you go to YouTube, you're like, oh, they have 100,000 views and 100 likes. Right. And, like, three comments. You know, like, one like for 1,000 views, it's, it's shit, but that's... That, that that that's average that that's okay. normal you can believe that if you can deduce those numbers but if it's far the fuck off like hundreds of thousands and nobody's buying or liking then nobody's looking nobody was it was an actual human there it was just a click hmm. and i really believe the entire trump red wave that came with trump was entirely fabricated and like that's in why the first place you mean, and that's like why he came did, down the escalator yeah well after that you know the, his first election the whole right. thing cambridge analytica Russian interference that that, that bald Bergosian guy actually did and was hitting Facebook hard pro-Trump. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, during that he time. Was the, the head of the troll farm. They were I forget hit, what the name hitting of the troll BLM farm. real hard when that was going on. Like all that shit was, you know, yeah, that was real. Like troll farms in general. And troll farms don't have the same pool right now as they used to. Yeah, and mostly it's the corporate. The corporate part was like. Wait a second, we're paying people for this shit. You know, like we pay for these ads. You mm -hmm. know, and that's what it started with Spotify. Was like, yeah, we figured out a way to decide what fake spins are, so we're not paying for them anymore. And then mm -hmm. they just stopped paying for them, and they started taking them off people's numbers. Which is also YouTube fucked did the up same thing. You'll never know. Like as as the artist from Spotify, like whatever they decide, they decide to cut you on a check or not cut you, really, so to speak, yeah. is. Like, them being like, we know what fake spins are. It's like, yeah, but the problem is we don't know what the fake yep. spins are. And you can just tell us shit's fake spins. And we never, we always had to take your word for it. Like, we might be getting way more spins, or streams, rather, yep. than you're saying that we yes. get. And your my page might say I got 400, but I actually got 4,000, and you just aren't paying me for that. Yep. You know what I mean? But for the most part, they're not. 
I mean, they might be, but they, you know. Like, you feel like they're an, an honest bunch? I don't think that many people like my music or want to play it. And I know well, other I'm people, not saying... like Taylor Swift is another one. Like, there's no way to know how many Taylor Swift songs played except for Spotify. Right. Now, I'm sure the Taylor Swift people are like, show us the fucking numbers or we'll take the Taylor Swift back. Right. Like, Ed Sheeran, The Weeknd, there's like maybe 10 people that actually have that power. Right. But they're all getting paid more. There's some new Spotify workout where all the major labels are going to get more money soon. It used to be where like all the spins get thrown in together and everybody gets a percentage. Right. And now they're like, no, 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 no. And the, the argument that was in the, every news article was like, you can't tell me an Ed Sheeran song is worth the same as 40 seconds of, of waves. And they mean like ocean waves. Right. That, that was the thing. And I'm like, well, I mean, if that's what you want to hear, right. then yes, the waves are more valuable than the Ed Sheeran. I personally don't know any Ed Sheeran songs. Don't wish to hear one. I, don't, I, don't I might want to hear waves. I definitely want to hear waves. I I'm not clear if because I have never heard an Ed Sheeran song. I'm not clear if I want to hear. That's one the thing. I, I probably have like an Ingles, but wouldn't know. No, I know he's in, got one about a whenever body. Whenever I get to Ingles, fucking uh, they always Rick roll me. Oh God, yeah. They play yeah. both fucking uh, Rick Astley songs like on rotation. No, they got the one. They, there's, there's like three songs that I walk away from Ingles singing every every time. Well, and I'll also, be at home like y- you know how we shop at the sketchiest Ingles yeah. in Asheville. Pretty sure I saw a baby with a septum piercing in there the other day. It's fucking weird. Yeah. It's like getting rickrolled, then there's this fucking fucking punk rock baby at me, and I'm like, dude, I gotta get them. And then also, so I accidentally uh baby's like, you need some wheat. <laughs> I actually accidentally got a little bit spun, uh spun myself out accidentally yesterday. Um and uh went to the angles. Oof, was that 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 was really that's when I got rickrolled yeah. and saw the septum baby and then there was just chaos and mayhem going on all around the fucking registers. Like, people were, like, crackheads arguing with the fucking uh, cashier and shit. And then there was a second baby in a stroller. And, I mean, in the pantheon of screaming babies, this was, like, the heavyweight champion of screaming babies. And, you know, when you're spun, like, you're all sensitive to sights and sounds anyway. Yep. And <clears throat> I was just, like, oh, I was, like, I was gritting my teeth, like, trying to ring out. And then it just kind of dawned on me as I'm like looking around at these sketch balls and the chaos and the mayhem. And I just started really relating to that baby. I was like, dude, like, if I could scream like that right now, I fucking would. What's the, the funny, I guess, so the thing about half gentrified neighborhoods or some shit. Yeah. Like something about being in that Ingles where I'm like, I'm really not doing that bad. Yeah. If this is my, if these are my neighbors, like, then I am. In a much better situation than I thought I was via adult life on See, Earth. I like your outlook better because I... Or I'm like, oh shit, I'm one of these people. That's exactly... This is my neighborhood. Yeah. That, See, that's my thing is I take the exact same viewpoint from a different angle. I'm like, oh my god, these pieces of shit. Oh wait, these are my fucking peers. I had a... If I'm on a jury... <laughs> these are the people, these are the people that aren't going to show up for jury. Yeah. You know, when I was at um, work on Thursday or Friday, there's this guy that hangs out downtown. Okay. We call him the Mankini, which is mm-hmm. a stolen joke from some show. But he, um, it's from the talk soup from soup. That's where Mankini's from. Oh, yeah. But, um, he, this guy just wears a thong a lot. Or just like, he's got these rainbow bikini bottoms mm-hmm. and he just, he's out, he's out there. But, um, I was at work and the FedEx guy had pulled up and we're sitting there talking about the homeless people as that guy pushes his shopping cart up the hill of my work's parking lot. Is he in a Mankini when he's doing it? He was wearing like, yeah, a little red thong. A little, wow. little tiny thong. He's pushing it up, and then like the FedEx driver looked over there and he's like, "Yeah, li- like that." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's what our homeless people are 
looking like around here. And he's like, well, you know, I could have lived in Charlotte. I chose this. And then, like, closes the FedEx door and leaves. And I was wow. just like, and he's just like a regular looking guy. But it's funny. He, like, looked over, saw the guy. He's like, yep, this is the life I chose. <laughs> this is the life I chose. Uh, did he seem upset about it? No, 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 no. No, he was just laughing the whole time. Just like, there's this, like, we have pallets there. So there's mm-hmm. this, this era where they would, some one of them figured out that three pallets could make, like, a little house. I, that's they, yeah. So they would take them over to the fence, and they'd lead them up on the fence, and they made little houses. Which, Smart. first, I was like, you know, I don't know. And then, like, that night, I see a bunch of police there, and the police are gone. And so I go to the gas station to get something, and I'm like, hey, what happened back there with the cops? They're like, oh, yeah, they had a fire in the little wooden house, so the police came and told them to put it out. I'm like, but the police didn't tell them, like, just put, just put it out there. There has to be a law that you can't build houses on other people's fucking property. You can't just start building a house. Maybe the cops are oh, down the with PP. You know, and I'm fine. Because that's the thing. Whenever I hear like, oh, they defunded the police. I'm like, no, no, no. They were paid. They had their money. They, they drove there. Do and they didn't do the job. And they drove away. And there's not much of a job they can do. I'll admit, I don't think jailing the homeless is going to help at all. But saying, hey, if you guys are going to build houses, maybe try doing it not on the fucking street. Because if people don't see you doing it, then they won't call and complain. We won't have to come out here. No, there's plenty of camps in that same neighborhood where it's just like, oh, no, I know. this is kind of behind a bush in, a, no, in we had, almost almost a literal fig leaf. I'm pretty sure we had a dead one on on Thursday on Friday, but it might have I think he might have come out of the overdose. They might have narcaned him or whatever. But like That's good. That's like the, there's been 3 this year that died on your property? Yeah, or near, yeah. In that little that little corner between us and the gas station, mm-hmm. little, I know that, exactly. I, I used to the, work the on the that. The trees same behind our gas station is where mm-hmm. people go to die. I know it. And usually it's somehow self-inflicted. There's been two that were self-inflicted drugs. Where they like I left a note. Death by misadventure. But oh wait, they note. did it on no, purpose. Yeah, yeah. Left a note. Wow. Yeah. Apparently, people don't say that word on um, YouTube. What? Suicide. Suicide. They won't say. If you say that on a YouTube video, uh-huh. you basically they're the YouTube just is like, hey, just out of a precaution, uh-huh. we're just gonna put you at the bottom of the list. So is people will say, um, because like people tell each other to kill themselves on social media, kind of thing. I guess I think that that word is just this weird flag. So people will the say, touchstone. unlived. They unlived themselves. Hmm. Is something you often hear in YouTube commentary. Then he unlived himself. Well, that's also unalived like, is another unalived. It's you know, it's kind of. I mean, language evolves, and I don't really care. I, sometimes I'm a fan of it, but like also, there's just kind of like, you know, the whole trend of being like, he's they're not the homeless. That's offensive. They're unhoused, and I'm like, you know, I don't. I think the homeless dude has bigger fish to fry than to quibble with you about I am unhoused, sir. Yeah. These wooden pallets I just lit on fire, that was my home. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I am fucked. <laughs> yeah. I am a fucked person. And, yeah, uh, no, I, uh, yeah that, that's just a, it's funny to me. And it's just like, that's the, it's, it's the fucking deck chairs on the Titanic. Just absolutely. Like, don't call him homeless. Like, does he have a home? I mean, where he hangs his hat is his home, sir. Yeah. Does he have a hat? Be like, well, <laughs> excuse me while I go ask him to get the fuck away from this place that he's hanging his yeah. hat right now, because that's my job every day. Is to be like, hey, sorry, you're trespassing. Yeah. And I, like, I, my job's nice. Like, we're basically like, look, hang out. Right. Picnic tables over here, stairs over here. Here's an area that covers you from the rain. Here's some fucking trees. As soon as you get sleepy. Don't shit everywhere. Yeah. Don't pick up our garbage cans and dump them out all over the, the fucking parking lot. You think that one would be easy? Just don't pick up our trash cans or go inside our dumpsters and empty them. Just don't do that. At least or, once, or once a week, if not twice, yeah. they go in our dumpsters and they fucking empty them across the parking lot. If they didn't do that, 
they wouldn't then my boss wouldn't go out there and say, okay, now you're trespassing and I have to call the police. And it's, it's and I know it's like one insane person is going to fuck it up for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the whole thing about being homeless is there's no um sheriff. There, there's no, no there's no door guy. There's no, no bar. There's no like sheriff. You're, everybody can get well, in. Well, they'd have to have a door. No, that's what I'm saying. They're every, every, Everyone's welcome. You insensitive fucking prick. Where's the door guy going to stand, Tom? <laughs> hey, Les Nesman had a door to his office. From WKRV in Cincinnati? I don't remember. I, he had tape on the floor and you had to walk around it. Oh, that's if right. If you came across the tape, he wouldn't even acknowledge you. That is some deep in the... That's some, they would knock. Deep in the cuts inside baseball for... There you go, people. Um, very cutting edge, very nouveau, very uh, avant-garde jokes about WKRP in Cincinnati. That's what's <laughs> popping. Oh, speaking of shitty sitcoms and schadenfreude therein... Danny Masterson, oh, Hyde of that '70s show gets 32 life. Yeah, yeah, fuck him, just fuck him. I'm, I'm, you know, the fucked up part about that one is like this is the same thing when they're like, this whole Me Too thing, women just want to get famous, and it's like, or not raped. How about that? How about not this kid assaulted? This, this thing is from like 10 years ago at at, at in the beginning, like more than more. That, early aughts, yeah. They, and they immediately were like, hey, this guy's fucking raping me. And they're yeah. like, eh, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Netflix gives them a fucking show. The girls are like, hey, he fucking raped me. And Netflix is like, well, we got one more season. One more what season. What was the show? The Ranch. Him and Kushner, I think, had some kind of show together. Oh. It didn't last. And he got, uh, or his, maybe his brother was on there too. He got, yeah. Or I don't know. I don't fucking know. I know that he got like hiatus from it and they kept going for a minute. And, and he, but he was a producer. And the thing is, I'm just like, I'm into Scientology weird shit, so I get that in my news feeds. Mm-hmm. So I've been on, I've been hearing news about this forever. And like yeah, every been, commentator wants to talk about this one. It's been an open secret as far as I know, but uh, Scientology has been keeping it bottled up because yes. not in addition to him being a Scientologist, the women that he yes. raped were apparently And that's the thing is when you join Scientology, you kind of agree that anything Scientology related will won't not go to court. Right. It will be in mediation. In so when yeah. you sue them, they'll immediately come out to the first court case with a contract. Like, hey, look, they agreed not to do this, so we right. can't do this. But I told you, NDAs are like falling apart now. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's you just concept. basically you need to just appeal because they don't they're not a real thing. It never has been. Right. It's not legal. Yeah. Just people were scared because anyone have anyone that can get you to sign an NDA. It's because they have wildly more money than you and more attorneys. And usually they they they'll, they'll be like, if you do break it, right, we'll sue the fuck out of you. Yeah, it. not only you know we'll come at you with what it says in here, but we have money. You know, like yeah. we'll fuck you forever. And that's that's what Leah Remini is suing Scientology for now. Is they're like, she basically is like, when somebody fucks them or comes comes at them, they immediately they have teams of private eyes. They've right. got like. 10 in every state every city you know mm-hmm. like they mm-hmm. will send them to your house you they will be camped out there for the next two years yeah. so she basically was like i'm gonna need cameras on those guys and then she yeah. hired a team of pis to follow her pis nice. and just film them fucking with her so then now she's suing them for a continual like four-year harassment that's so dope she, you know and she has all the receipts of it you know who thought the queen of queens was so uh crafty i yeah and that's a funny because her career was just going straight up and then basically she was like at, at one wedding was like, where's Shelly Miscavige? Mm. And they were like, shut up, Leah. And she was like, no, but where's Shelly? I haven't seen her in like weeks. Yeah. And that's it. That's, that's, oh, that's it. that's how it tanked. And they were like, a couple days later, someone was like, we heard you were asking questions. She was like, what do you mean? 
oh, my friend was missing. She's like, yeah, she should have been at that wedding. It was Tom, Tom Cruise getting married. Yeah. And her husband's there. Where's Shelly? He's my friend. And they were like, you're going to need retraining. And she was like, how about fuck you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, she was like, yeah, I'm rich. <laughs> yeah. I don't need y'all. Yeah. But she got that King of Queens money, which is a lot bigger much. than one would think. Not probably not much. She's made think? she's made more off of the books about Scientology since then. She's had about three books, even in Scientology, when they're counter doing their their show. whole thing is like she's only doing this for money. And they're like, so are you? Yeah, <laughs> your whole religion is that. No, they're getting fucked on like five human trafficking cases right really? now. Really? And they're whole, like I said, they they make you sign a contract saying, hey, for the next four billion years. Wherever my soul is, it's going to be working for you guys. Mm -hmm. So therefore, that covers all of my earth time. You can tell me to do whatever you want. And then they, they feel that that contract actually is real, you know, when it's not. You don't even know what courts exist in the afterlife. Mm -hmm. You mean, we might be in some kind of, like, people like to, to assume that, like, if there is an afterlife, that it's, like, heaven or, like, some astral plane that's amazing. You don't know. Maybe we get there and it's, like, some totalitarian dictatorship. Beetlejuice. Yeah, it's, it's going to be like wood paneling, yeah, the, take a number. The, the, the sandworms yeah. and fucking you can't really leave your shack and like, yeah. yeah so like. They're filming <laughs> the, uh, a new Beetlejuice. You know that, right? Yeah, and somebody good is playing it though, right? It's like. Uh, Michael Keaton. Wait, Keaton is playing him again? I thought. Oh, I thought there was I, a new Beetlejuice. That, fuck that. I thought it was a black Beetlejuice. That, I'd be okay with that. Like, Only because people you, would be so mad. You know who would no black you know woman. Who, you know who would make a dope black Beetlejuice is um or just a, a dope Beetlejuice? Lakeith Stanfield. Don't know. Yes, you do. He's um Darius from Atlanta. The weirdo Didn't dude from Atlanta. It. Oh what? I'm still waiting. I was gonna watch it all at once and I don't have and I lost FX. Hold on. I don't, um, got, I don't got Hulu. I don't got FX. I gotta wait till I can get it on. Yeah, no, I lost mine right in the middle of the last. I am gonna I'm watch really it all upset. at once, and I love Donald Glover. And yeah, no, they're awesome. black culture in general. <laughs> um, they're doing great. But yeah, my my whole thing is that uh, them making that—that's Lucky Stanfield. Oh, okay, I see him. Yeah, you see that guy. Um, Chris Tucker could could pull off a Beetlejuice like 15 years ago, maybe. I'm not sure he's yeah, still funny. After the, uh, he's probably a conservative now. I mean, he was on Epstein's plane. Was he? Yeah. Oh. Him, him, Clinton, and Epstein were all there on there together, which is uh, devastating. Jackie Chan. He's a hardcore Republican, or whatever the Chinese version of that is. He's a he's a hardcore conservative. Um, but we talk. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. This is my point though about the afterlife thing. Is that um, in addition to like you don't know what the fuck the courts are going to be like, or if there even be courts to yeah. uphold your ruling, um, but also like the Scientologists, like they assume too much. Like you're not gonna how, do you, how are you gonna enforce that? Like who? Like you don't. Not only do you not know what's going to be out there, but like well, they believe you might in, have no power. Ah, uh, but okay, they they believe in reincarnation. Right. So they believe you're, that. That soul will get another body, and then that body. Do will they believe work anything though? Scientology. Or is this a cynical money grab? I know. They, you know they. They have. To, if they didn't believe, they wouldn't keep giving the money. I mean, you part mean of a cult is the subjects. Belief. The subjects. Believe yes. That. Right, but the people making the rules. Well, that's the thing. Is the the person making the rules died, and then somebody hijacked it from him, and he's been in charge the whole time. So I honestly could say that. And Shelley Miss Gavage is still missing, right? Technically, yeah. 
presumed dead, right? No, they 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 think they know people people that are into it think they know exactly where she is. It's like some building, the technology center in California somewhere. Oh, but she's like abducted, but by David Miscavige, the president, right? Yeah. There's okay. There's a lot of people in Scientology uh-huh. that like after I, they I get noticed. out, they will be like, for five years, mm-hmm. I had I was being punished. Mm-hmm. Okay, the door is open. The door is wide open. You can walk the fuck out. Mm-hmm. It's not like kidnapped or being held captive mm-hmm. in that way. And a lot of cults do that shit, you right. know. Or like, if you leave that room, you're not one of us anymore. That's enough. So they can't leave the room. So like she, she's trapped. In I an think she could walk out of her captivity right now she wished to you know but i think that she doesn't want to like the next billion years she wants to keep being a scientologist like i think she believes i think david miscavige is the only one that thinks it's a con there is no like organization at the top anymore there's one dude you know and he's got his like he's got to have some like lawyers and goons that know it's a con i don't know i mean maybe i think that he would he would um i don't know i think that that's too it's it be it, it wouldn't be he could have believers he could have all believers underneath him that mm-hmm. fully believe that he's their ticket to intelligence or whatever the fuck it is healing or whatever the even fuck the attorneys is. you think even the attorneys well i mean why not i mean he could have a regular attorney if that's going to win the case but i think if he had one that was like a hundred percent loyal to him hmm. i don't like to say you know even yeah, like you just made me make michael Barbaro like noise. jonestown is another in jonestown right. do you think that Jones thought it was a, a, a con. I, I think, <clears throat> I think it was a little of both. I think, like, like okay, that's a little different though. I don't really, yeah. I, 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 I think Miscavige knows it's a con. I think that um, Jonestown, uh, Koresh, I think these people had actual god complexes, yeah, and they were delusional on their own, yes. And I think they did know that some of the things that they said were lies and manipulation, but also, you know, the way that shit works best, especially with people that have that god complex, is that they convince themselves first. It's you mm-hmm. know, like yeah. George Costanza always said, it's not a lie if you believe it. Well, like if you look into Nexium, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody involved in that, for the most part, seemed like they were brainwashed idiots. Right. The guy running it seems like he was a fucking con man, conning a bunch of fucking brainwashed idiots. But not only that, and he did think he was smarter than everybody else. Like he definitely, right. but I don't. He didn't think he was like holy and giving you any holy energy. Even if he told you he was doing that, right. like he knew he was fucking faking. Right. Hundred percent. But like, I don't believe anybody under him did in that particular organization. Mm-hmm. But like. That one that was on Netflix that had the, the in Oregon with the guru. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That Sheila take chick. Over the town. Sheila, I don't think she gave a fuck about that guru. She was like, I'm, you know, I got power now. I'm gonna ride this shit out. Mm-hmm. I will act like whatever the fuck they want me to act like. You know, right. like I think there's a lot of that in cults, mm-hmm. and that those pieces are important because like they can, you know, they can the the guru can't control everybody at once when it gets to a certain okay. degree. Miscavige is a weird one because it's. He came into a fully formed organization, right, and took total control of it, like right. within like a week or two. How does he get? And he was like eighteen or nineteen. He was Elron's last cameraman. Oh. So as Elron was dying, there was his little assistant who was seventeen and hanging out at the house, mm-hmm. and he was filming all the stuff. And then as Elron died, he had his last edicts and 
only one guy had access to him. And yeah, and, and like at the very last one is in a different handwriting. He's like, and the whole kingdom goes David. Yeah, and, like, and there's a couple that like change things that disappeared. That that's a big thing. That what like does that they mean? people think that like Scientology was going to change, but mm-hmm. fucking David burned those letters. And I'm like, fuck that. Keep it how it is. I'm in charge. Yeah. And then he somehow. And David's in charge now. He like weekended Bernie's Elron's yeah. body like. Hide ho, David's in charge. Yeah. I got one more video. <laughs> my chin's tired, so he's gonna hold my chin while I talk. Wag my chin, David. I sure am tired and about to die. Yeah, no, they. Yeah. The fucked up thing about Scientology is you look into them. They did this shit in the 70s where basically they like got together with every Scientologist and were like, okay, every single one of you move to D.C. and get a job. Hmm. Move to D.C. get a job. That's the entire Scientologists did that? Yeah. Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. job. And basically they wanted to make what Trump's afraid of most. Like, the, what, is, what do they call it? Not the dark. What are Deep state? Deep state. Yeah, they wanted to make, they were making a deep state. A Scientology deep state. And they got caught. That's interesting. They fully got caught. And like, there was trials. Well, there was how? Like, con- I mean, congressional hearings that, that a couple thousand of them, they all got fired at the same time. It was like every IRS, Department of Education, like everything. They were trying to like infiltrate the government right, slowly. Right, but there's no laws that say that any of these people can't yeah, you, yeah, there, apply okay. for those jobs. Yeah. Why? Because, um, Basically, it's the same laws, and they were they were prosecuted Yo. as foreign agent things because it was basically like go to the government and then do what we tell you to do when you're working there. So any job you take, like if I get a job for Moog, and say, but I'm actually working for Korg, and right. Korg is like, once you get in there, tell me everything they're doing, and then fuck them up as hard as possible. Okay, that's it was all to sabot- it was all to sabotage, and it okay, was all so it's not to the work- fact that they had the jobs; it's what they were doing yes, once they were on yes, the jobs. Yeah, okay, they, they were they were sense. they had them. For nefarious reasons, to mainly get the, t- the IRS to stop tax, like to to agree that Scientology was a religion mm-hmm. and not a money making scam or a con. Oh, and is then, that how they're labeled? I they're, didn't know that. Then they eventually got lobbyists mm-hmm. to pay and lobby and actually like bought Which is their weird way. That that's legal and the other isn't. Yeah. Well, then the fucked up thing is they tried one and it didn't work, and they're like, eh, okay, well, we're gonna, what else we can throw at the wall. And the fact, think that when they were doing the second one in the lobbying, they've been like, "Hey, hey, wait a second, you guys, you just got busted doing that bullshit." Yeah. Like, but no, they were like, yeah, "Hey, yeah, there was just a new guy in charge of IRS then, and he was like, and you'll give me how many Porsches?'" <laughs> and then now they're a religion, and they're oh, tax-free. So they are an official religion. Yeah. So all their book sales, everything they do is not taxed, and most of their money right now comes from real estate. Mm-hmm. They buy how they buy buildings. Mm-hmm. They call them churches. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything at them. Then they renovate them, and then they sell them for more money than they bought them for. And they don't get taxed because they're fucking religious. Where so I understand not taxing property. I understand flippers. not taxing the collection plate, which I really don't actually. Fuck you. If you make money, if I make money and I gotta pay taxes, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. I don't see why you're like, well, see, at my job, I'm just lying to people for money, so I should get to keep it all. Right. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. Like that's that's what makes it okay. You don't get taxed well, if I mean, like I think the original you don't get idea. to prove your bullshit. If like if my bullshit can't be proven, then I shouldn't be taxed. Right, but I think the original idea <clears throat> was that pre New Deal, like there was no social safety net, and like churches and synagogues and you know holy yeah. religious establishments like that were supposed to be tithing and to help the poor. Well, right. Like they well no they they did at yeah. a certain point. Yeah, they like yeah. soup kitchens and, yeah. and and orphanages and stuff but for white people. Right. Okay. No, I'm but, just kidding. I don't know. Right, but be that as it may. They were doing social services that the government didn't want 
to pay for themselves. Yeah. And so my understanding anyway is originally that's why they got tax breaks. And then now it was separation now of church saying, and state of it originally was right. supposed that was part of it's a separate entity. We, right. we don't want to get like if let's say that the city of New York is getting all of their money from the Catholic churches mm -hmm. because they are there. They operate when the economy's low, people are still going to church. Right. They still got tax money. Like it, they they would have too much power over a city. Or if the Baptists were in charge of that town and they were put a big source of the taxes and they would have power over the city because the taxes were coming from them, mm -hmm. which is true. Like I'm sure there's industries in all kinds of cities that are like, we don't want that road there or we'll leave and take our job somewhere else. They'll be like, okay, we won't put the road there. Right. But I mean, if you don't tax the money and just let them have all the money and they have that much money in the first place from all that, well, then they have that kind of power anyway. Yeah. That's, yeah. it's, you know, the way that like. But they, they're technically... That's the problem that DeSantis is having with Disney as we speak. technically not allowed to be talking about candidates. Right. They're not supposed to be involved in any of that. But, yeah. 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 But they motherfucking are. Yeah, absolutely. Well, especially, you know, the evangelicals. Which, like, it's even in the name. I mean, it basically... That evangelical basically means to proselytize. In, in my, in my um, science fiction story I'm writing, mm -hmm. in the future there are... Um, I can't say it right... Evangelistic, revengeistics, revengeistics. Nice. Yeah. But you don't know what they're getting revenge for yet. They're just all really pissed about something that happened. I mean, that's kind of the whole right-wing fucking religious outlook. They're revengeists. <laughs> and then he wept, for there were no more libs to own. <laughs> we're closing on that. Uh, yes. Arm the libtards. Uh, on behalf of my my man Adam Strange. Uh, with the hilarious closer, a.k.a. Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger. I am your host, Falio Iglesias, Punani DeFranco, and Ebriana Jones, the Carlisle Heartthrob, Dirt Reynolds, Subbo for Drug Pushers, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, the Archduke, Depeche Mode, Von Luft Balloons, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. This is the worst case scenario, because two wrongs don't make a right, but three wrongs definitely make a worst. Bye.